Oh, and another thing, I just turned my mirrors back around for 2021, and 2020 has aged me to the point where I look like I'm 45, but I look good for my age. <laughs> you're like the George Clooney. Yeah, I look good regular for people? 45. Right, right. Yeah, but you still dad. look old. Hot dad. <laughs> dad. Thanks, 2020. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, and fuck you. That's right. We're in the new year now. First episode exciting. of the new year. Woo! 2021. C Lab. <laughs> you know what this we is. <laughs> you know what this is. You've heard Pork Cheek already, so you you, you, you know, have you, to you know, know what it down. is. It's a coin flip right now. Yeah. Right now it's a coin flip, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call heads and say that this is and another thing. Actually, it, it was tails. Fuck. Uh, the opposite team can go. 2021 sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast where we drink, we talk, and everyone wins. I'm Brian. I am Brendan, and I am Vargas. Man, I've missed you. I know. It's, it feels like it's been it feels a hundred years. Every podcast we do feels like we have to space them out exponentially. Yeah. And of course, Brian and I do the NFL podcast, and we don't do it with you, unfortunately. But Every what? Wednesday. What? Oh. When? Oh, shit. You want to come on? Because you're the uh, fantasy football champion. You are. Yeah. So I don't know why. Hey, better luck next year. Remember you, right? know, <laughs> you know, actually, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> I got all my hot tips this year from uh, a little podcast called Debates on Tap. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> We're happy to help you. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, what a- first episode of 2021, guys. Yeah. Now, remember. What? New year. New us. New world. Oh. Racism is done. Coronavirus is done. Homophobia is gone. All of that. Social justice is out the window. New Don't president. And we're not going to have any of the same problems that we've had in the past with other Democratic no. presidents. Guys, I have bad news for you, but we'll talk about it all fair. Okay. Okay. That's okay. fine. Can't be that bad. You want to pause real fast and you can tell us? Nope. <laughs> Because I like this attitude. <laughs> good, good. Because this is the attitude I'm going to have all year. Nothing can derail me now. By the way, everybody stop saying that because that's what happened. This was your year. That's true. And look what you fucking did. This is the year I'm going to turn it all around. This is my year. Look what happened. You gave us COVID. <laughs> that's your fault, TikTok. <coughs> what? <laughs> Guys, I can't really taste these beers. It's really crazy. Speaking <laughs> of the beers, our boy Vargas brought something really delicious. Yes. Uh, as is tradition, I did was fortunate enough to be able to go to St. Louis to see my parents. Um, so as is tradition, I brought back some St. Louis beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Four Hands in collaboration with Excel. I don't know who Excel is. No idea. Oh, they make the spreadsheets. They make the spreadsheets. That's exactly right. Uh, they're based <laughs> out of California, owned by Microsoft. Uh, no, this is uh, it's a grapefruit Rattler, and it's called Contact High. And Brendan seems to be all about this beer. It was like he was having a party in his mouth. 420, blaze it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like Vargas said, it's contact high. It is this beautiful grapefruit Rattler that just is so good. Yeah. It's just it like has that Rattler, has that grapefruit. And it's only 3.5% alcohol. So like it's just fun sip of beer. Like when it's you, really good. When you said 3.5, because I got it because it was a Rattler. Right. When you said 3.5, I was like, oh, is that a Shandy? And it tastes like a shandy. Right. It does. It's shandyish. Well, remember the Stiegel Rattlers? We had this debate. I don't think it was on air, but we had this debate. The Stiegel Rattlers are only two and a half percent. Right. And right. I think it was Brendan wouldn't believe me that a beer was two and a half percent. I, I didn't promised think I was him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> so yeah, that's the whole point. I think of a lot of Rattlers, except for Boulevard. Yeah. Excel is at a Breeze, Illinois. Okay. So so yeah. Well, they're about a bottling company. Looks like they make soda. So oh. just like Brian said off air, you guys think uh, they make like sodas soda. and beers. You guys and think beers. it's windy in that town? Say the town again. Breeze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, I'm done here. I just I'll see myself I, I, out. I, I, I yeah. don't know. I think they have issues throwing down field, but that's fine. 
Oh, I get it. <laughs> that, that's a little NFL podcast, uh, the NFL show. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. I'm fantasy football champion. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Prepare for a lot of that in 2021, I, just so everyone I'm knows. I'm pumped about it. <laughs> Can you guys snap real quick? I got first, oh, yeah, yeah. first snaps of the year. So uh, Wow, first snaps of the year. This one's dedicated. Oh, I still don't have bongos. Damn it. Got to get them, man. This one's dedicated. It's new a little year, longer. New, new year, new bongos. <laughs> It's a little longer. It's okay. We got, so shit, bear, to, we got shit to talk Bear about. with me, you know? But Rawr. I... Okay. This is going to be this kind of episode? Is what we're going to do? Yeah. Just shitty puns about wind and bears? Yep. Great. Uh, I didn't title this one. Untitled because the year is so new. Whoa. So I guess it's titled untitled. So I guess I did... That was a lie. I titled it untitled, <laughs> which is the shittiest thing a poet could do. <laughs> also, I want to refer to myself... It's because... <laughs> I'm not a poet. I shouldn't have referred to myself as a poet. That was a diss at every other poet. Hey, if you write poetry, you're a poet. That's true. It's true. <clears throat> the clock has struck, but the scars remain. Oh, God. Is this a Papa Roach song? Like white pants full of brown stain. <laughs> a year to remember, though we wish to forget. But that's, let's learn from this. Don't regret. But let's not dilly and let's not dally. Grab this year by the whacker. First name Tally. <laughs> But remember, we haven't cleared the weeds just yet. So keep your masks, stay off planes and jets. Wash your hands, love your neighbors. Unless they have Trump signs, take those <laughs> down with a saver. <laughs> drink your whiskeys, drink your vodkas and your beer. And when summer comes around, then it's time to make it your year. That's pretty great. Hey. Damn, dude. Happy 2021, guys. I would say hashtag New Year New Brian. I know. That's pretty optimistic for our little buddy over there. Now explain that word. <laughs> it's what you're taught. It's the energy you brought to the start of the show. Yeah. You okay. just keep doing that. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, try. Yeah. I'll try. So yeah. best of the are we doing a best of? Yeah, we're gonna before we dive into our deeper topics here in a little bit, um, we're gonna just yeah, kind of go a worst of would take way too long. Yeah, boy, so. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> uh, March through now. Right. Um, we're gonna just kind of go around the horn, talk about a couple things from whatever categories we want that we really liked and are, was our favorite things this year. Go ahead. Um, I'll, I'll go first. Best the best movie I probably saw this year was I'm thinking of ending things. It's on Netflix. You can watch it. It's a, it's a book that I bought a long time ago. Brian was very concerned when he saw the cover of this book. Yep. I um, thought it was his diary. Yeah. <laughs> as well as The Sound of Metal, which is on Amazon Prime. I highly recommend it. Hell yeah. It's a phenomenal movie. Um, best video game I played probably this year. Going by how much I played this game was probably Animal Crossing New Horizon. Uh, I just I can't stop playing. I, I go back to it just every so often. Uh, a new game, which I really love, is called Hades. It's on Nintendo Switch as well. It's wonderful. And probably the most conflicted favorite game I have is The Last of Us Part Two. I highly enjoy the game, enjoy the story, just very conflicted about the pacing and the things, it, how it's told. Uh, and then lastly, best music. Um, probably my favorite thing I've easily listened to this uh, uh, this year is Sergio Simpson. He is a country bluegrass guy. He put out two albums called Cutting Grass Volume 1 and 2. Both are bluegrass folk reimaginings of his old, like his catalog as well as a couple of new songs, and it's phenomenal. I cannot remember, recommend it enough. As well as Code Orange's album underneath, it's just phenomenal. Metal, hardcore, industrial, rock, and it, it's it's phenomenal. It's so good. What was it under? Uh, what? What was it under? What do you mean? You said it's underneath. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> That's the energy we're bringing yeah. in. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. Sorry, I got I got to be better <laughs> on my game. I'm sorry. 
No, you don't. I got to be better with the puns. Marcus and I are really letting you down. We've made wind and bear puns, and then a uh, an old what's the under under France joke under underpants under France. Don't say don't say it because then he's gonna don't, don't acknowledge. He's gonna do it. He's gonna we're gonna fall in that pit trap. What are you talking about? What? There's no spikes down here. I mean, in a pit. <laughs> I uh, I got my two favorite conspiracy theories that were generated Fuck this year. Yeah, let's do it, bro. The first one I think a lot of people are aware of, but I think I don't think they know what it is. 5G causes COVID. Right. So we know about their building 5G towers all mm-hmm. over. Uh, this one, like most baseless fear-mongering theories, can't even agree with itself, actually. <laughs> uh, one claim around this around this theory is that pre-pandemic, the 5G towers being installed in Wuhan, China, which is of course, yeah. largely... Yeah, yeah. Agreed upon as the the origin of this of this virus, somehow through radio waves or some kind of gas uh, generated the virus itself, which then transferred to humans. Of course, right? Uh, some as, people. As, that's that's how it usually happens. Yeah. yeah. The other side of the same theory states that the radio waves lower the immune system purposefully <laughs> to infect as many people as possible. The end game of this particular theory, however, is uh, they are endless. Right. They, they can't agree with themselves. Uh, but speaking of the end game, one of those end games Great for movie. that theory. Great movie. Is the uh, the Bill Gates video game vaccine right? So the end game would be to create a vaccine, right? So in this one, this theory is an offshoot, kind of of the quote unquote pandemic theory. Look it up because I don't want to waste everyone's time and brain cells. <laughs> Stating that the world leaders and by world leaders, I of course mean the shadow government that runs everything uh, behind the curtain had scientists develop this virus in a lab. So that Bill Gates, mm-hmm. a member of the shadow government that runs the whole world, right, right. could create the vaccine with microchips in it that would not only track individuals, which they're already tracking you, by the way, all of you crazy Everything, people. Everything right now, what you're listening to this on, they're tracking you through that. Uh, they would not only track individuals, but also allow impulse signals to quote unquote control behavior for whatever means necessary. Mm-hmm. Kind of like people are playing Civilization Five. So <laughs> all true. All very true. Yeah. If you believe any of that, I'd shut off this podcast because we're not for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know too much. That's why. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Take well, the blue pill, go down the rabbit hole, move on. <laughs> oh, that's it? That's your, that's, that's your best of 2020? Yeah, my favorite two conspiracy theories. They're, I mean, if I went, there's a hundreds a day that come out. Yeah. Those are my two favorite because they talk about a thing that is um, scientifically proven to be real. Mm-hmm. We need to hit, stick, spend more time with him, just so yeah, he's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if his favorite thing of 2020 is conspiracy, conspiracy theories, theories. Yeah, yeah. I live with a dog. You oh, sure do. Well, yeah, good, you good sure for you, do. buddy. Good for you. Uh, some of my favorite stuff from 2020. Do you guys remember way back when when Underwater came out? Oh movie? my gosh, yeah. That was a pretty cool movie. Underwater. That, that was a fun Underwater. movie. Underwater. <laughs> Stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's with Kristen Stewart. Um, the other thing that I have never mentioned on the show before, but we need to. Do you, do you guys do you guys like Poppy? Uh, yeah. Her album came out this year. Uh, I disagree, dude. Yeah, the with a song "Burn It Down" or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. Yeah. That's like the catchiest, weirdest song ever. Yeah. I had Molly. I forced Molly to listen to it, and mm-hmm. she was like, "I can get behind this, dude." It's the whole album's great, awesome. It's, it's really a, good. It's a lot of. I yeah. I liked it a lot. I really wanted to go see her because she was touring in support of that album, right? Uh, and then, you know, yeah, things happen. It happened. Things happen. 5G uh, towers happened. Just like I, I really wanted to see Rom sign in September. Yeah. For like, probably their last tour ever. And yep. Boy. Well, that, 
That's going to happen. It's, it'll it's happen. happen. It will happen eventually, but uh, not this year. Yeah. Or last year, I'm sorry. Yeah, new year, baby. So, Poppy, I disagree, is great. Um, Underwater was, was super good. Not a lot of great movies came out this year. Um, there was some good stuff on Shudder, but, you know, yeah, my, it's I, relatively good. <laughs> on my Twitter, yeah. I put up a full list of video game music and movies, and yeah. my movie list is like six things. Like, hey, it's not that Where long. can people find that? My Twitter? Yeah. Brent, Twitter.com. Twitter.com. Okay. You just plug it in and just go. Uh, Brendan DPT. Because hmm. you, got, you got a lot of reviews on there. You're a review man. We know whenever something isn't good because you let the world know. But you got a lot of positive reviews on there as well. They're very inside. They're they're. I'm trying to plug. Did my you. wife put you up to this? No, she didn't. But I mm-hmm. bet she's smiling. I bet she cackled out loud. I'm gonna. I I ride with her to work every day. Yes. I'm gonna put this episode on Monday morning. <laughs> See what she does. Perfect. One listen. Brand- <laughs> yes. Finally, <laughs> New Year, new listen. <laughs> But uh, Brennan DP, you you put a lot of insightful things in there on the things you consume. A lot of insightful reviews and and Mm -hmm. critiques. I'm not doing a bit, I promise. The Twitter is a great plug-in to how you feel about things. It is. I'm not doing... Well, I know, right? I know. (laughs) I promise. I'm I'm, just I'm fry from Futurama. My eyes are narrowing right now. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's not a bit. I promise. Thank you. I do believe Twitter itself is destroying the oh, world. Oh, yeah, it's um, bad. But it's really bad. If you want just some lighthearted but very hard hitting reviews, then go <laughs> go Brenda DP or me yelling Brenda about DPT. football. Yeah. yeah, a lot of that too. Yeah, buddy. So now we're going to get into our heavy stuff, right? Yes. Is it time for that? It's time for. that. I'm going to go I, first. I didn't stretch. Uh oh. <laughs> you don't stretch before you lift. I should probably go last because they don't want to hear what I have to say. They can just skip to the episode. <laughs> I'm going to talk Fair, about a uh, video game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that. Well, you got to save that for a white man opinion video game. Correct. Show. Which is this podcast. Oh. Yep. Okay. What are we doing? So, have you guys heard of the time reversed optical waves? I heard about it when you sent it to me, but I didn't read the article. Okay. So I tried to. My phone broke down. Yeah. It ex- just wouldn't read. Explain it. it to me like you would a child. Well, I'm going to do my best in three paragraphs. But, I mean. <laughs> I read, uh, so I read the origin site, the, I can't remember, but it was the, the actual .edu where in Queensland, Australia, they right. created this, right? So it was a, it was a team of two, uh, or two teams of scientists, mm-hmm. one in America, one in Australia. So basically they could technically work 24 hours a day. Thank you, globalization. Uh, but they, they were generating this huge breakthrough with a device capable of controlling all of light's quote-unquote classical um, angles, meaning, or dimensions, I guess, uh, meaning that all we currently understand, all of light's classical degrees of freedom, uh-huh. is what it's called, at the same time. Is it a mirror? Did they invent a mirror? Yep, it's just a mirror. They're just bouncing a light back and forth? <laughs> so again, I know this This is going to be heavy. If you want to read about it, If just, just Google time-reversed optical waves. But again, I'm going to do my... Best to relay it to the lay man. <laughs> Dad? Uh, all right. So to put it, again, in the most layman's terms as I can, what this means basically is, is watching light travel in reverse like you would watch a movie in reverse. So it isn't time travel. It's not them sending light back in time. Right. But it opens up a whole, whole new ways to prove or disprove theories because they can now test things the way they could never test things before. So, Doctor Michael, Michael French, uh, yeah, yeah. Mo, Monau, 
there's an X in there, but it's pronounced Monau. You know one of those French names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. <laughs> Michael Monau put it as such. Quote, imagine launching a short pulse of light from a tiny spot through some scattering material like fog. The light starts at a single location in space and time, but becomes scatters it scattered as it travels through the fog and arrives on the other side at many different locations and at many different times. Yeah, obviously. We have found a way to precisely measure where all of that scattered light arrives and at what times then create a quote-unquote backwards version of that light and send it back through the fog to the origin point, end quote. I understood all of that until the part where they got to the discovery. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> like, mm-hmm. fog this, through light I through mean, fog. Got be, being, a, being able to anticipate where all the light ends up is yeah. pretty incredible. That's nuts. But then what is that? So the practicality of it, yeah. I'll get into that. We're I mean, coming on to that right now. It's, I understand how that's super incredible being able to predict the way light travels. Well, but then also sending it back to its origin yeah. is equally because if you yeah. don't know the origin, yeah, that's pretty. if you're super. looking at light that you don't, because yeah. of course they, when they were testing, they created the origin. But if you don't know the origin yeah. and you're trying to find the scattered light, that's what they do. So they find that scattered light yeah, at the wild. end and they send it back to find that point of origin. Yeah, that's so right, right. this will help many future experiments and tests, including anything to do with imaging this is the best part, mm-hmm. such as irradiated organs in the body because the flesh produces the scattering effect currently uh-huh. for all of our, all of our medical imaging. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but also on the fun evil genius side, they can create super powerful lasers. <laughs> now yeah. Because nice. they don't have to deal with the, the <laughs> delusion of, or the dissolution of the, of the light. Yeah. And you can oh. just shoot the laser back at the guy who shot it at you. That's right. Oh, shoot no. a laser at me. I'm shooting a laser at him. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that's, him. that's the mirror. That's oh, the, yeah. that's you're the still mirror. on the mirror. Oh, that's the yeah. mirror. Yeah, you just hold the mirror up and just <laughs> yeah, asshole. Yeah. So it, that's I mean that's a lot of fun. Hopefully we're gonna get some good medical breakthroughs. That's um, pretty crazy. Catching cancer earlier, maybe things like that. Imagine being that smart. I don't want to go down a whole tangent, but like imagine being able to even conceptualize that idea, much less create yeah. it. Right? Where do you start? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So again, if you want, if you want to know more, if you're. <laughs> you're smarter than uh, the host of this podcast, specifically the one that's talking to you right now, <laughs> just Google time reversed optical waves and, and a bunch of articles will show up. Um, they're all pretty, they're actually all pretty short because again, just happened. So they don't, they haven't put any of the things into practice that they think they can put into practice now. Yeah. But again, testing, they're going to be able to test things in new ways, different theories, um, old, old theories that maybe were debunked. We can go back and be like, well, actually, yeah, we we can suck the light out of them yeah. and see if they work. See if <laughs> if if. And I I think that's it's a term. What what has to do with bunk beds when they debunk something? It's just yeah, making you take two the beds bed down and make it two beds. So maybe we'll have a bunch of beds now. <laughs> anyway, nice <That> informative. <laughs> yes, that's well, a that's a really interesting topic. Because yeah, I could see the medical breakthrough would be like. Um, cause right now a lot of imaging is very expensive to do. And if you can make it either cheaper or easier to do, then yeah, it's no big deal. And definitely. And, and like I said, more accurate. I think that their goal is to catch things earlier. Uh, their, their specific example was, uh, radiated organs. Right. So very, cool. anyway, very cool. I want to talk about gatekeeping. Nothing to do with <laughs> shutting a gate in front of a car or person. Brian's, I see the gears turning in his head for the joke. 
Nothing. Perfect. It's just like when the troll sits on the bridge and he like won't let people buy. Correct. Oh, okay. Got it. Actually, it's pretty close. So <laughs> it's the Monty Python Black Knight. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what gatekeeping is. Uh, I read an article about a TikToker. Of course, I don't know what her fucking name it's was. It's okay. Um, but she, she's, I guess, has a following, mm-hmm. you know, of more than this podcast uh but she she's got more than seven million followers that's crazy <laughs> that's wow. wild wow um she was doing so, you know a stream or a tiktok or whatever and <laughs> she was doing a tick i don't it's just we're such old out of touch men already and we're we're only right. look i don't do the tiktok i know okay? man i don't do i can't tell time either so she got called out uh you know in the comments or whatever uh because she was wearing a metallica shirt Oh, sure. So, you know, of course, anytime someone who's not a straight white guy, right? you know. I'll also say they they would probably be fat and balding, but have a beard. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then you're like, oh, yeah, that dude's a Metallica fan for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, she's, you know, a fairly attractive younger girl. Sure. She listens to hip hop, all this stuff. So she gets called out and, she, and, you know, of course, every dude's like, you're not a Metallica fan. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah. she responded and she was like. You know, I got a lot of people saying, you know, name three Metallica songs. And she was like, fuck you. You're an asshole. You're a troll, whatever. <laughs> but I'm just going to play them on guitar for you. And she busts out a guitar and she just, <laughs> here's the best. So she crushes the intro to uh, uh, Master Puppets, right? Oh, yeah. And then she's like, oh, what else? What else can I play for you? And she plays um, Inner Sandman. And then she goes, and I know you guys are going to shit on me for not playing lead. So she plays the solo from one. God, dog. <laughs> I can't even do that on Guitar Hero. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So I, it's such a, a gatekeeping is such a dumb It's the dumb worst thing. When you see and I know that um I will say, remember a few years ago whenever um uh, like pop artists and like celebrities just wore like slayer shirts for yeah. like style and everything? That's fine. What what I don't care if Kim Kardashian or Kanye West isn't a Slayer fan. I wasn't gonna like them if I found out they were Slayer fans. Yeah, right. So right. it doesn't it doesn't matter. But I, you just gotta you just gotta let people wear what they're gonna wear. You well, know, especially if it's somebody on if it's some no person on the internet or somebody on the street. Like even if they you know, hey, why are you wearing that shirt? Oh, I just thought it was a cool shirt. Oh, cool. You should listen to the band. Like, why does it matter? Right. Wh- who's wearing what shirt? Just say cool shirt because it's a cool shirt. It's. Like Brian said earlier about my Twitter, which yeah. I still don't know what the moment. No, is. unsquint your eyes, you're fine. About how that's just what social media is, man. Like you can't if you say, "Man, I really like apples." There's gonna be someone that's like, "Yeah, but what about oranges? How dare you?" Yeah. And uh, this TikTok, uh, she, her name is Zariah. Perfect. And yeah, she talks about how social media does not do a very good job of showing the full range of who someone is. Yeah. What she says, I'm a huge Metallica fan. Grew up playing the guitar. It's, Just because I sing R&B music doesn't mean I can't like metal. It's only like you see only kind of like a fraction of what someone <laughs> wants you to see on their social media and yeah. nothing of like their nah. mental health or like their actual personality. Correct. Correct. That's no. so weird. No. Huh. That's not right. <laughs> social media is the everything that is about a person. Have you guys ever been gatekept? Dude. About Star Wars constantly. <laughs> Well, no, that's Star Wars jail. That's not, yeah. we're not oh, gatekeeping. Sorry, that's not what we're there about. is a you, gate. <laughs> you crashed the gate down in your, in your RAV4 <laughs> and we had to pull you over. Um, I, I don't know that I was necessarily gate kept with comic books, but 
all, all the time you get the dude who's like, well, actually, you know, Superman's hometown was, you know, like right, whatever, right. man, like, oh, sure. That shit exists in every fandom, but I feel like it's specifically bad with comic books because right. superhero stuff is getting more and more uh, popular. Right. So the fat, sweaty neckbeards feel the need to like keep their thing, their right. thing, and you the, can't the have Ethan it. Ethan Van Shrivers of the world yeah. want to keep comics in a specific bubble, and that's the only bubble you can have. Right. Yeah. You can't You can't be brown or a woman or gay yeah. or because whatever. Because as soon as that happens, there's a there's an agenda. You're destroying comics. Yeah, all that shit. So, yeah. I've never had a, I've never had a big following on Twitter, but I did... <laughs> issue a challenge to all the comics gate believers and I'm going to issue it now. If you're, if you believe in comics gate, I will fight you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fair fight. Sure. And I will destroy you because you are either 500 pounds <laughs> and you can't walk right or you're half my size and I'll throw right. you out of the ring. I accidentally stumbled across a video. Uh, this, this, I, this YouTube channel, not going to talk about it, him specifically, but he had this really interesting video about wonder woman and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, oh, that was an interesting, like talk about the movie. Let me look at his other things. He's the type of guy that has multiple videos about the Ghostbusters remake. Of course. That's damn. all I need yeah. to say yeah. about the type of person he was. And I immediately on my YouTube was like, stop recommending, stop recommending, yeah. mute this channel. I don't care about this, this, this shit about it just because it's full of women doesn't mean it, you know, it's right. have you ever, have you ever been gatekept or called out? Cause if you like something you weren't supposed to like, I mean, no, not, not specifically, probably legitimately, uh, whenever the last of us part two discourse happened like early in the year, mm-hmm. um, I on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> Brennan DPT, <laughs> there was a Kotaku article and Kotaku has some interesting things to say. And some not so interesting things to say, but a really great article about the last of us part two. And this guy was coming under it like something that just wasn't remotely true. And it, I, of course, I was like, this is insane. What are we doing? Yeah. And he acted like I, it was crazy. I, I just, people who just, just because you like something doesn't mean it's not wide available, available for everybody. Enjoy what you want to enjoy and go from there, man. Well, and, and specifically with, with like gatekeeping, like, yes, let everybody enjoy what they want to enjoy. But if somebody's trying to, get into a hobby that you also enjoy right. don't make them prove their worth exactly that happened to me at uh, at an un we won't name it uh, a place here in Kansas City at the at a board game place um, and they they acted because of I think my dress slash just how I because the fanny pack no I wasn't wearing a fanny pack oh, I think it was your just general demeanor yeah they just basically thought I've never seen a board right. game in my life so they just kept bothering me like oh we can teach you which I, I, on your to your point that's great they wanted me right. to be there and everything but they also wouldn't leave me alone <laughs> and so the person yeah. I was with was like actually he has most of these at his house so you don't have to you and can, that that can be <laughs> equally demeaning yeah. right? it was like, I, it's I was the like flip side right yeah the jock just trying to play board games <laughs> this asshole out of here so, sound the lunk alarm now we got a. This is the this is the threshold, right? This is the gate that we're keeping. <laughs> this is the gate. We're gonna open it. If you want to skip past, because I'm because Vargas. Um, uh oh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy. Whenever we talked about Cyber tw- Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, yeah, Vargas yeah. specifically asked me, "Is there a way this game could be fixed or oh, yeah. like patched to make it a good game?" And I was kind of like, "No, maybe." Like I don't really know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the more I thought about that question, the more I like I really dove into. Um, how to explain the game in a way and like development and like it's 
features mm-hmm. to show that it's like not a good game. Okay. Right. Um, so like I went down this well of like of researching this game's development, the game in general, because uh, I think there's this, this very interesting thing that's being done, especially whenever the game first came out and there's a whole, Oh my God, to talk about the review cycle and all this shit is just insane. But like to like upfront glitches should not be mixed up with like game design and how a game is designed, right. Or like sure. created or the intention of the game. Um, some things can be just glitches and can like affect something you're playing and things like that. But the systems of the game are like specifically like in this game are the issue, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like if something is visually wrong, you can fix that. Correct. Correct. But if the car drives upside <laughs> down or something, like- or well, <laughs> listen, and, and the glitches in this game, they're numerous. They're, almost countless still. Okay. And I'll talk about that here in a second, but like it's insane with this game. It's, it feels like the developers were creating this game. And then suddenly it was like that feeling of, Oh shit, mom is coming home. We better <laughs> clean up the house. Like we didn't know she was coming home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put all the clothes under and the bed. And you just shove the shit in the closet, in the bed, and you just move on. Right. Um, so basically it like boils down to when it comes to cyberpunk 2077, I don't think the developers had enough time to like make the game they wanted to make. Right. Okay. So if you look at a game like, uh, from rockstar, red, red, red dead redemption two, and you look at a game like, uh, outer worlds by obsidian entertainment. Um, I think that's a really interesting juxtaposition with the, with the development of this game. So like rockstar started developing red dead redemption two in 2010 and had like the scripting, the pre-development stuff ready to go by like 2012, 2013. And it still took them five to six years to make the game and put it out in 2018, right? With a staff of close to 2,000 people. Wow. Like multiple, ro- multiple rock star companies yeah. putting together this giant open world game that is in-depth and crazy. And I'm, I have examples later on about Rockstar, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 specifically. Then you look at a game like Outer Worlds, which came out last year um, from Obsidian Entertainment. It is a... RPG story heavy game um, that kind of pushes aside the open world nature of the game. And much like, you know, these guys developed uh, Knights of the Republic, which is an RPG story heavy game, but that each level or world you're uh, shepherded into, it was like a smaller world, right? Yeah. It wasn't like a big inter- interconnected world. It was like smaller areas to explore. More like traditional video game levels. Correct. Yeah. And, and everything was built on, here's our, here's a story, here's your stats, Go nuts. Obsidian created Outer Worlds in the span of like roughly four to five years with a crew of about 200 people, right? So 10 times less. 10 times less than Rockstar had to create Red Dead Redemption 2. And Red Dead Redemption 2, I highlight that because it has a massive open world with so many systems going on at once. And it's, it's probably in, 10 times bigger. Than yeah, correct. absolutely. And with Outer Worlds, again, these guys had made... Other, they made KOTOR, they made Pillars of Eternity, they yeah. made all these other games to prepare themselves for Outer Worlds, right? When it comes to Cyberpunk's development, they announced it in 2012, started really kind of getting the ball rolling once The Witcher was finished in 2014 or 15. So they, they put together Cyberpunk in the span of roughly three and a half to four years um, with a team of about 200 people, I think. Okay. So... That is like the opening of this whole thing, right? So, so just to highlight, like 
these guys did not have the time to make what they needed to make. And there's many things that they just cut out, threw out, and just were like, fuck it, we just got to get this thing out the door, right? So the first thing I want to bring up, the major, major fundamental issue of this game is the open world. Okay. Right? So this open world gives you the wonderful illusion of an open world, of like, if you just drive through it, ride through it, it looks wonderful. Um, it has been engineered, like structurally city, like planning engineered wise to perfection. Um, and, it, and, it, and it's just awesome. But if you spend more than like two to three hours in this game, you start to really notice that like, it's just an illusory like type of facade, right? The first thing you notice is that the AI are just all brain dead. Okay. Even back in June, CD Projekt Red was still boasting that the AI and NPCs would be the next-gen experience. They had day-night cycles. They all had agendas. They had jobs. They had things to do, right? Even in Red Dead Redemption 2, every NPC in that game had a day-night cycle. Yeah. People got up. They went to the place to have breakfast. They went to their job. They did this other thing. They went for break. They went and went home from work, right? That doesn't happen at all in Cyberpunk 2077. Um NPCs, they pop in and out when you're not looking at them. They disappear at weird times. They pop in at weird times. And they don't do or interact with the world at large other than one thing that they're allowed to do on their predetermined path, right? So they walk, they walk, they walk. Unless they get stuck somewhere, then they stop and they turn around and walk the other way. They usually interact with one thing, like a vending machine. I follow the NPC around for a while in this game. And I watch him walk around the block three times. Every time he went to the vending machine, walked around the block, went to another vending machine, walked around the block, went to a different vending machine and to the point that I kind of got worried about a sugar intake. <laughs> and I was legitimately like, this guy needs to move on and go get some food. You right. Thought that was the new side mission. Save him from diabetes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So like when it talks, when you talk about like that whole just system and veneer in the first place, you kind of realize that like a lot of it is just hanging on just for dear life. Right. Like the whole thing is stuck together with like glue gum, things like that. I would guarantee the developers realized that they didn't have time to put in that next gen system. They, they, they couldn't like, as soon as they were realizing that like, Oh shit, to put in like day night cycles, like that's insane. Like we just don't have the time to do it. So what they did was they poured it over the Witcher threes AI. Okay. It acts the same way. They do just the same mindless things around the environment, things like that. Um, it, it, it's wild. They give you one piece of dialogue and then they just, they're just, that's, yeah. that's all they do. Um, driving is even worse. So you can actually, you know, anything like I've had times where I just got in my car parked and like went in somewhere and then you look, turn around and look around and like traffic is backed up a mile and you're like, wait, like what, what is happening right now? The AI driving pathway is not designed to reverse, to turn, to like avoid obstacles, anything like that. It's not, it's not designed to do anything like that. Even I've seen weird traffic jams in the roadways because of the way the roadways are built and the highway systems are built. <laughs> and it's like, I remember I was like driving one time and came upon like cars just stuck at like a merge point. And I was like, wait, what's happening? Like, what is going on here? That's Move so your ass that's so super weird. merge. <laughs> it's super. And that's because the AI is only programmed to drive along or walk along like that predetermined path we talked about. Yeah. And rather than program the ability to drive away, reverse, move away from the obstacle, things like that, it's just designed to reset once you look away. Just like NPCs walking around the environment, the driving is just, it's the same way. Yeah. You can walk like a block away, turn around. It's a different thing entirely because the, the, the team just didn't have the time to put in like this whole system of a driving NPC AI, right? Um, same thing with like the dynamic AI that, you know, uh, even two years ago in, not three years ago, shit, 
In, it. Yep. I know it's crazy. In the E3 2018 demo, they highlighted that, oh yeah, like because there are different gangs in the world, things like that. I mentioned last time that there's no reputation system. There's no morality system. So like everything you do with a gang doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, in that demo, they talk about, you know, like as you tra- traverse the world, there's like roving gangs that can come and like do shootouts with you. That never happens in the game. Um, uh, because it's just, again, it's not designed to like hunt you down. It's not designed to do anything, which is, it, 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 it's crazy because it's just not built and pre-scripted that way. Everything dynamic in the world is pre-scripted. Yeah. So there, there is no dynamic world events. Like I, I remember talking to Brian like a while ago and I was like, oh yeah, you can come across this um, shootout with this gang in the police department. And the issue with that is, is that in your game, that is the exact same thing happens at the exact same place as happens in my game. And so there's nothing like dynamic or new about it, right? Um, NPCs, um, are, you can fight with are only marked on the map. And sometimes they are aggro as soon as they see you. Other times they don't. I don't know the system behind why sometimes these, these guys do or don't yeah. to fight you or uh, aggro against you. Um, even having a bad day. If they're having a bad day, I, I, they're going to aggro. What's happening. Even with uh, like anytime you take your weapon out and wave it, uh, people will just cower or run away. It's not like in GTA five, which Brian, you just played that, uh, yeah. finished that not too long ago. Yeah. If you like bumped into someone's car, they'd get out and like fight you and start, start shit. Right. Yeah. They were very, di- pretty darn dynamic in how they responded to situations. Um, even the police. Uh, right. So there is no police AI. Uh, the police AI is not implemented in this game. Well, there's no police brains here either. Yeah. <laughs> Burned them. Take that. Hashtag resistance. <laughs> in the game, uh, a while ago, CD Projekt Red has always promised there'd be a corrupt, dynamic police system. You, if you get arrested, you can bribe the cops. Oh, you can okay. do missions yeah. for the cops. You can even uh, bribe the cops and pay the cops to go hunt down this other guy. That's not at all what it is, right? So cops can't drive in this game. You'll never see a cop driving a car. Even if you like do a crime, and there is like a wanted system, but even the wanted system, you can run a block away, and the cops will forget about you because they can't chase you that far. <laughs> Fools. I know, right? And again, you'll never see a cop in a vehicle, and and it's it, it's wild and it's insane. So, sounds like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has really defunded the police. Oh, they did. Got rid of the cops. Hashtag resistance. And how they got around this issue of cops not having AI is they'll just spawn Sanders. spawn in around you. They cops will spawn in even indoors, and they'll like you'll be indoors, you'll get a one level, they'll pop out of the bathroom like they just That's, took the oh, world's longest shit. <laughs> like it's in it's it's wild, right? <laughs> As well as like talking about those NPC systems, there's nothing to do in the game. There's no dynamic activities. You know, when we talk about like going for drinks, playing games, et cetera, things like that, that you can do outside of a mission in the game. Um, you can't even change how your character looks. You can't go to barbers. You can't go to tattoo shops, anything like that. Uh, anytime you do go to like a bar or like a, a, a food place vendor, or anything like that, it's very specific in the game. And it's always a thing where it's like, hey, I just want to buy something from you. A menu pops up and you just buy a drink and it goes into your, like, uh, you inventory. Know, yeah. uh, you can't go to, like I said, vote, go to vendors and buy hot dogs. You can't go to the clothing store and try on clothes to actually see what they look like on your character. Um, in Red Dead Redemption 2, as we talked about earlier, whenever you walked into a store, you could go up to everything on the shelf. Yeah. Take it off, inspect it, look at it, take it with you, go and pay for it. You could browse the store in real time and buy shit off the shelf or from the catalog up front. Um, you could even rob them. Even yeah. in Animal Crossing New Horizons, <laughs> my game of the year 2020, you could try on clothes. Yeah. And in CD Projekt Red, you can't try on clothes. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, 
I'm complaining about that, that kind of shit specifically because for two reasons. It's not the next-gen experience they were really talking about as like a new storefront experience that Red Dead Redemption had two years ago, right? right? And also because it's just not a static thing. It's not alive. It doesn't feel good. And it's stuff that we were shown before that's just not in the game, right? Um, like I said, and, and also I think the main reason they didn't have character models in the game is, is two big reasons, okay? One, like I said, there's no character model of V in the game other than like uh, the last cutscenes in the game for the ending. Uh, whenever you look into a mirror, you can specifically press a button and look into a mirror, even though my hair was always gone. That was a weird glitch I had, which is crazy. No, um, no, that's just, that's the style. In, yes, in you, guys, City. you guys bald. <laughs> yeah. So then it becomes a question of, if you can't see your character model, there's no trying on clothes, things like that. What's the point of creating a character in these specific in- instances other than those like things? Yeah. Um, because modeling a 3D character is hard. And creating cutscenes is hard and it takes up a lot of space. So fun fact, just this is how games create 3D cutscenes in a game. Um, when you see a cutscene in a game, that's a true cutscene. That's not like one built-in engine like a lot of the Witcher 3 cutscenes were. Uh-huh. Um, the actual scene is built away from the actual engine and the gameplay is something else entirely, right? Okay. Uh, so when a cutscene activates, like in Spider-Man, for instance... Uh, what you're seeing is a different space in the data totally than what the game actually is. Um, that way it's done to preserve space in the engine, in the data, and like I said, it's taxing, time-consuming, and usually done to mask loading into like a different area. Okay. In like an open-world game, like, like Cyberpunk, that's going to be a very hard thing to do. Um, I think what happened was, I guarantee that CD Projekt Red started to do that. They start Because you can watch cutscenes from early things in the game from like two, like even one to two years ago or something like that. Um, I guarantee they started to create the giant open world game and they realized how much time was going to take and they just cut it all out. They just said, no, it's not worth doing. We just got to cut all this stuff out. Um, but easily, I think the most disappointing part of this, like of the open world experience is definitely the Ripper docs. So in the world of cyberpunk and this whole idea of being transhuman, uh, the Ripper docs give you a chance to add upgrades to your body, like better scanning, increased ramp for hacking, blades for arms, but outside of an awesome knife hand, yeah, knife hand, Wolverine. <laughs> but outside of an awesome scripted sequence at the very start of the game, every Ripper doc you go to is just another menu. Just select what you want to add, put, give them money, and you're out the door. Right. The only mod that actually changes your appearance is the blades you have on your arms. It just changes like some some lines on your skin, basically. Right. So in this whole like idea of the game of like uh, world crime, like the world is full of crime, depravity. And there's no changing your appearance. There's just no interactivity with anything. Once I realized that these gang and police shootouts that I that I saw weren't really dynamic, it was kind of like, what's the point of doing these things then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you can kill the gang involved and that's it. If the gang engages with the police, they, they can't or won't target you. So it's like this really <laughs> weird thing where if you stumble across something, unless they like notice you immediately, you can just sneak around and just kill all Destroy the Destroy them. Uh, really the most exciting thing when it comes to these world events is sometimes the police are aggro against you and they'll start fighting you. I, again, I can't tell why this happens, <laughs> like what happens with it. Or sometimes I noticed I had this one spot on my map where I did a gang warfare thing. The police got stuck there and they couldn't leave the spot. So like there's a dead police body just hanging out there with a partner just hanging out. And I could, I could go any time of day after 50 hours of this game, I could go back and the guys would still be just standing there waiting for something to happen. Um, 
No one's going to solve no this one crime. Is gonna My come. partner's dead. <laughs> so when it comes to like housing and apartments, you only get new places to live when you hit certain big story moments, right? Okay. Um, there's no reason to go to them or do anything there because you can't customize them. You can't upgrade them. You can't purchase them like throughout the story, right? Your first one has this really cool weapon storage room, but you can only put certain and specific items on the wall to display. It's not oh, like yeah. a thing you just, oh, here's this gun. I'm going to put it on the wall. Great. Um, you also can't customize doing anything with your cars. So you, when you buy a new car, which happens all through text messaging in the game, it's kind of pointless because it's just the same five basic car types and just kind of just, they all handle the same. Like it's, it's, it's really crazy. <laughs> sounds the opposite of crazy. Yeah. Sounds very yeah, mundane. Yeah, sounds right. mild. Um, so yeah, so then when it comes to like the game at large, right? Um, years ago, CD Projekt Red talked, talked about um, whenever you created your character, there was this really interesting like um, dynamic uh, backstory component where like you could create like, why did you go to Night City? Oh, why, yeah, what, yeah. Are you, what are you doing there? Who's your idols? And eventually that got dropped for the, for the life uh, path system, which is Nomad, Street Kid, and, uh, and Corpo. And what I think happened was... <laughs> is as they were designing the game and they realized like, oh shit, like putting all these permutations for all the character creation stuff is just too hard to put in this game. We just got to simplify it, start you on this life path and then just move on, yeah. right? Because everyone, no matter where you start, gets funneled into like this uh, street kid life path and that's where you kind of go to. Um, all of those life paths don't add anything meaningful to the game other than just kind of like some dialogue that can... Uh, change V's thought for that, but like doesn't truly change what happened. Um, basically in the life path, you spend 30 minutes in the game. Um, you get a couple of different dialogue options throughout the game, but that's really it. There's a breakdown I found that showed that 90, 98% of the dialogue choices in the game have no sway or changing the outcome of the situation or conversation. Huh. So everything is like predetermined and prescripted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the, the illusion of choice. Right. The only thing I really noticed that actually had a change in how you responded, like could change the outcomes for, was uh, one side mission early on that's one of the best side missions in the game. Your romantic uh, uh, side quest type of thing and then the final mission in the game when you have like four or five things you can do yeah. and that's really it. Um, the dialogue options, uh, like I talked about, um, they're not tied to like, exp or they're, they're tied to like a skill system. But much like in like Fallout or like all these other RPGs, you don't get any XP for actually like trying and attempting like these dialogue options. You know okay. what I mean? So it's kind of tied to this RPG system that is just bunk, pointless, right? Yeah. And I've talked to before about the RPG system real fast since it's tied to kind of the dialogue is that the majority of it are just stat increases, right? So it becomes this whole thing of like, I got to a point where I was like, why I don't need to upgrade any of these perks or stats anymore. Because what's the point of me upgrading my bleeding damage by 20% if everything I kill is like one-shotted? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's all that. None of the perks you unlock are like actual like um, core abilities, anything like that, which are something they had at the very beginning, like two or three years ago, and were cut again, which I think unfortunately for time, right? So the bulk of the game. So like, what do you get whenever you play Cyberpunk, Right. I bring up the dialogue because the main story can take you maybe, if you mainline the main story, you can do it in 15 hours, okay? Of those 15 hours, there are roughly 13 main missions, which equal to about like 13 action stealth sequences, totaling two to two to five, two and a half hours to do of those missions, right? Mm -hmm. 
And with adding a few other things you can do, it's about three hours of things to do with about 10 plus hours of hurry up and wait dialogue. So if you're not actually doing anything with your dialogue, like what's the point of just sitting and listening to someone pressing a button to like stand, pressing a button to sit, even during the dialogue choices. If I had to press square to stand up again or sit down during a dialogue sequence, I was going to scream, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So last big thing I want to talk about is I talked about RPG systems. I talked about that kind of thing. This all adds up to this weird RPG type of game that's more of like a dialogue action adventure type game um, that, that doesn't amount to anything, right? Um, well, you can look at all the things that they did back before, but they're, even in the RPG system, even in the game, there's no incentive to like go non-lethal, lethal. You don't get any XP, you don't get any money, you don't get anything like that. And it's just, it's just wild. It's wild to see. This game is baffling. Audio is bad, it's bugged. Characters sometimes uh, sound like they're on a speakerphone. Like Brian was over one day and Keanu Reeves sounded, he was like he was on a, a radio. Hey, it's me, Keanu. And I'm, I was like... I'm talking to you. And I couldn't figure out what was going on, but that's just a common audio... Is he also trapped in the 1930s? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's just unfortunately one of the common audio issues with the game. I, I spent so much time in my settings menu trying to figure out if my audio was just like off or something like that. Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out. You walk into clubs and the music's really muted or not even on. Um, explosions don't make a noise or do later on. Keanu Reeves, man, I don't know who set him down to record this dialogue, but sometimes it sounds like he is not on the same page with anyone else in the game. Um, you're and, beautiful. <laughs> no, you're beautiful. And, and that's the thing is that like Keanu Reeves, Johnny Silverhand, his character is a huge asshole. Keanu Reeves is not a huge asshole. He's like a Labrador puppy. As the game goes on, it gets a lot better, but man, it feels like they had their story laid out. They got Keanu in to record some lines and went, let's build this game around Keanu Reeves because Johnny Silverhand, spoiler alert, is with you to the end of the game. Of course. He is there the entire time. Of course. And and it is, oh boy. Um, So it feels like, specifically when it comes to like all the Johnny Silverhand stuff and the story stuff, it feels like there's stuff that's cut out or just doesn't exist Um, because I'm generally curious of the shit that we know that's cut out, like what we don't know about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there are quest lines and there's real weird dialogue. There's character interactions. that are super weird and appear like off or cut Um, or things happen during scenes that are cut out or to characters off screen that I legit was wondering, uh, am I missing something? Missing something like did something happen? I not see it even during the the final cutscene. things happen or characters talk to you that like, I was like, wait, why is this huge 180 (laughs) happening? Why is this relationship I built with this person? Totally just like throwing out the window, like what is happening? That made me wonder if like the ending I got was like a bad ending. And I looked it up and I was like, no, you got the good ending. I was like, wait, wait, wait. How was this the good ending? Yeah. Um, So yeah, again, that's just all to say, like that's just the core of the game that I feel is just fundamentally just like broken, skewed, doesn't work. Um, And not to mention, like I said, the glitches are just a totally separate thing. I have constant crashing, constant weird HUD UI issues where like, I swear every time I sit down to play it, like I can get in and out of a vehicle and something is like bugged onto my HUD and I have to start the game, start it back over. And it's just, I, when I say it's a baffling bonkers game, it's a baffling bonkers game. I didn't even get into the crafting and upgrade system because I didn't know an upgrade system existed in the game until I was 30 <laughs> hours into it. Until I looked it up and was like, why do I, am I wearing yoga pants with a samurai jacket with a fucking hood on? Like what? I look stupid. And people were like, oh, you can upgrade your items and things like that to like keep the armor you wanted to. And I'm like, what? I, why would yeah. I ever do that? Yeah. You know? And so would you recommend this game or? Yeah, probably. 
no, 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 no. Um, it is. It's so weird. Nine because, out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten would recommend. No, because I, I I go back and forth on it so much because, like I said, the writing is great. Um, the story main storyline is pretty interesting, even though the ending is just like, did I get the right? Like, what just happened? You know. Um, a lot of the characters you actually meet and can interact, interact with their side quests are fun and interesting to do, but everything else is just like, just so bad. And you could tell there was, wasn't enough time to do what they wanted to do, which sucks. So that's to answer your question. Yeah. Could they fix this game to make it a good game? Yeah. I think they would have to completely overhaul just about every system in the game. Yeah to make it what they wanted to make. Yeah, so my initial question is, can they, can they pull a No Man's Sky? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the answer is no, the answer because is no. The, the problems are deeper. I wanted to spend 30 minutes talking about <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. And again, that's what we told you at the very start. Just fucking skip this whole shit. <laughs> if you don't want to hear about game design, Cyberpunk 2077, anything like that. Because I think it's important to like know, like, and again, I know I've, I've gone way too long for the first episode of 2021. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Good job. I, uh, after this sentence, you are now in cyberpunk jail. Because I think to talk about <laughs> this game specifically... So think of the end of the sentence. I know. To think about this game specifically and the development of it and all the issues with it, everything that has happened, like, aside from all the review issues and shit like that, and CD Projekt Red's response to all those review issues and shit, like, we haven't even... I can't even talk about... This is an ellipsis. I don't even have time to get into Sony pulling it off the PlayStation Network. Yeah, all of them pulled it. Because Microsoft it's just like, it too. <laughs> like yeah. I can't even talk about that. Um, into ellipses. Because to really nail down this game in a, an objective look at like why this game doesn't work, I think is important for like one talking about it with you guys, discussing these opinions, yeah. and not just to say it was bad. It was bad. I, I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's glitchy. You know, like I, I think that's really important to say because. Every system in this game is broken or doesn't work, or you can tell like the entire RPG system, RPG system they started to put stuff in it and just ripped it all out because yeah. like, we, we can't do this that we want to do with this game. So again, to make Cyberpunk 2077 the game that CD Projekt Red has talked about for five years, you would have to overhaul and completely redo every system in this game. Well, hopefully Cyberpunk 2078 will be better. You know? ka ding 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 that, I, I, I threw the key. Oh, you threw the key. Uh, <laughs> as far away as I could. I blacked out. What, what are we doing, guys? Brandon DPT. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw your phone during that, and it was just a wall of text. Block your, of text. Your note section was just a... I wanted to come you got with shit some, to say. something to talk about. You came with, uh, with something to talk about. And, uh, hey, at least it was thought out is the Brian, phrase Brian, I use. I don't want to say it's Brian's fault. This is basically Brian's fault. What? He's the one, Vargas is the one that asked you the question that spawned this well, whole thing. Yes, but as I was talking to Brian about wanting to talk about cyberpunk on the podcast, uh-huh. Brian said, come with things to Fuck, say. I like, did. things to say. But, I, but I'll say this. I said it to keep you fucking, uh, like, zeroed in on the topic. I was, I was zeroed in. Because what I thought I was, was going to happen, he was going to meander. He was going to get on here. And, oh, no. yeah, this sucks. And, oh, yeah, this sucks. And, and he was going to go on too long. No. So I thought by telling him to go from there, he was going to shorten it. Yeah, and he pulled a reverse optical laser beam light, oh! and he flipped it and reversed I went, it. I went back to the source. He went back to the source. Well, that was a callback from our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to split oh, this one up. boy. <laughs> Hey, thanks for uh, th- that wasn't lightning. For, I'm sure we have gamer listeners. I'm sure of it. We got two gamer co-hosts. I hope um, it was somewhat compelling because again, this game is fascinating and weird, and I can't. 
stop thinking about it. People like your voice. So I guess it doesn't matter if it was compelling or not. Thank you. They could uh, just listen and, and talk about. Sounds like everyone should play Animal Crossing instead. <laughs> yeah. Or Hades. Hades is awesome. But uh, you know what else you could do? You could just subscribe oh, to us. Yeah. You could get us those sweet, sweet reviews that we need so much, especially in this new year. It would help us a lot. Uh, and, you know, you know, I'll say this. Starting off the new year, we don't say how much we appreciate the people who listen to this podcast. Boy, howdy. I know it's a good chance. Wait. No, we do. We do. I meant is what we do. We do appreciate you. There's a good chance 90% of them aren't listening now. Because that's okay. We're closing out. But for those 10% that are listening, we appreciate appreciate you. And we appreciate those 90%. That's right. We have a special gift for you. We don't have a special gift for you. It's our next episode next Monday. (laughs) Next Monday, which is... You can see us. Debates on tap. The boys are going to talk about three wishes and... Oh, boy. Yeah. And we're going to... I do remember the last the last thing. It has not... Face it's been a whole year. Face PlayStation. Face of PlayStation. Brennan That's is going to give us his follow-up to Ratchet and Clank and or a nameless Hellgas soldier. <laughs> it's a better pick <laughs> than you think it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm sure it is. Luckily, uh, I got some stuff to talk about then, too. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, email us to debates on fans at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, debates on tap. Find Brendan at DPT, <laughs> Brendan DPT. Uh, and find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. Um, anything else? Hey, 2021 is going to be our year, guys. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> That's right. Who would have thought, right? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.